Hey, Starshines! Welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. I am so happy to be back. As you have noticed, I have been MIA. I have been down with COVID, completely kicking my butt. However, I have a little bit more pep in my step, and I just really could not wait to share this incredible episode with you. No joke. I really wanted to have it out before Valentine's Day. However, Spirit had other plans. The truth is, is that this was one of the most riveting conversations I have ever had. And I had it with Quantum Queen. And in this episode, we really talked about soulmates and twin flames. Now, if you're anything like me, you might have been confused about which is which and, you know, have I been in a soulmate relationship? Have I been in a twin flame relationship? What are the differences? And in this conversation, we get really, really deep to where my jaw is just dropped down to the floor the whole entire time. So I hope that you really love this episode because it can really give you some insight on your relationships in your life. So Quantum Queen is amazing. She is a goddess of manifestation and mastery, and she helps guide souls back to the divine truth curiosity of their mind, body, and soul. Today, though, she is going to be our twin flame and soulmate guru. I am so excited. We just got to jump right into this conversation, and I hope that you love it as much as I do, and I hope that you let me know if you do or not. So definitely jump over into the Rise Into Your Power group on Facebook and let me know your thoughts. And by the way, stay tuned for Friday's episode because some things happened when I've been down with COVID and I cannot wait to share with you some of them and I will be sharing them on Friday's show. Until then, let's get started with Quantum Queen. Hey Lucid, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Heather. I'm so grateful to be here. So thank you again. We've already been having so much fun just talking a little bit before coming out and talking with everyone else that I know this is going to be such a fun conversation. So I know that today I really brought you on to share some knowledge that you have about like twin flames, you know, soulmates, that kind of thing. So how did you get into learning about this kind of thing? Okay, so I think it started a really long time ago because when I was a lot younger, my older sister was really intuitive and she used to do a lot of tarot readings for like me and my friends and her friends. And I think she was the one who actually introduced the concept of a twin flame to me. And I don't know where that conversation came up from, but it was, and I don't know, I think it was just like a really, uh, I was just really drawn to this idea of like, okay, well, there's someone there in the world who is destined for me or, or could be destined or people have someone in the world that, you know, all that true love stuff could be real. So I think that opened up that box in my mind from a long time. And obviously, you know, growing up and things and going into relationships and everything, you know, you have these ideas of what they could be like or they should be like and I think that it is really important to 
really understand uh, what these words actually mean before we use them <laughs> in our own minds about people. So I think I, I was really, like I said, I was really young, but I do feel like it just reinforced and kind of gave me a bit more of that hope because I was always really a believer in like true love and like epic romance. And that was just something I was really fond of growing up as like Hollywood movie addict and oh. <laughs> just loving all the, the deep romance stories <laughs> like the hopeless romantic absolutely and I think oh. and I'll just say this out like right now that that hopeless romantic wasn't something that everybody got to see about me that was like something that was really personal about me and I think I created a bit of a persona that kind of hid that side of me from for a really long time because um and I think most people go through that in their lives of you know when you're younger you kind of have these ideals of like oh yeah this is what's going to happen in my life and I'm going to marry this person or I'm going to fall in love and we have all these ideas but yeah I just I, I feel like over time you know you go through real life and you experience real relationships and then you realize <laughs> wait this isn't what I signed up for right <laughs> yes because so, it always seems like the person that you're with you're always like oh that's my soulmate or that's my twin flame or that's the person I'm meant to be with it seems that way and then maybe even you know going in the relationship you're like I don't think this is it <laughs> you know because we have that idea in our head I guess yeah there's actually some really deep diving we can do into into that whole idea projection thing in like in a little while I can definitely go into that with you to kind of explain why that doesn't work and why that shows up in certain ways in our in our reality so we can get into that in a moment but I don't want to talk about that just yet because I feel like yes some clearing up to do <laughs> yes you were so much alike okay did you want to go first because I definitely think look we need to get clear on like what in the world a freaking you know twin flame is you know that kind of stuff because I I do a lot of research and you cannot find a clear definition it seems and even me like I have like 80 decks of tarot cards and this one deck that I have has twin flames and I just want to throw it out <laughs> like I literally just want to throw it out Confusing so too much <laughs> yeah I'm like you know what I just don't even like this card so that in itself probably says something but yeah can you mm -hmm. can you talk to us about what that is sure okay so let's just clear it up for anybody who's probably never heard of what a twin flame is in the first place so I'm sure if you haven't heard of what a twin flame is I'm sure you've heard of the idea of a soulmate so I'm just going to talk a little bit about that first so on this planet we all are soul beings so we have a mind we have a body but we also have a soul and a lot of the time we kind of just think our soul is in our body somewhere if we're not really paying attention to it we don't really know much about it but actually our soul is, is from within, but it also expands outside of our, our body. So if you can imagine like an aura, our soul is kind of, it's actually bigger than that. It's like way bigger and it can, it can expand and it can also constrict as well, depending on what's happening in your current circumstances. And bearing that in mind, when we come onto this earth, we're actually a soul being. So we've a soul that's that's inside or around a body. And what happens is, is that the soul itself is eternal. So we are eternal beings, okay? That being said, before we entered into this lifetime, we did, well, okay, this is just from my belief system, by the way, just to clear that up, because some people may believe this too, and some people may not sign up to that, but that's totally okay. But from my understanding, when before we come onto this earth, we do have 
a knowledge about what we are going to experience when we come into this life to an extent where we kind of know what we're signing up for we know what kind of family we're going to be brought up in we know what kind of people we're going to come across in our lives and we also have certain quote unquote contracts that we have to fulfill in this lifetime and that's where soulmates come in because before this lifetime we have already established certain people that we know are going to be coming into our experience and we're going to be exchanging some sort of energetic exchange whether it be friendship whether it be relationship whether it even just be like a a connection of some sort and that's why when we hear the word soulmate we automatically think like the one right but soulmates are actually anybody that is really connected to you on a soul level and that could be a friend that could be like one like you know your best friend since you were a kid you know you feel that kind of soulmate connection where you can kind of understand what each other are kind of thinking before you've even said it there's a lot of synchronicities and things that bring you together and it just feels like it's really solid like without you having to try so hard because that's like a like a really profound connection so soulmates can be friendships and also relationships and when I say that I mean that we have probably been in relationships with more than one soulmate in our lifetime already at this stage I'm I'm assuming (laughs) Um, so a lot of the people that you may have experienced as a relationship in the past could even be a, a soulmate and a soulmate connection doesn't mean it's a forever connection it can end it can be a completed contract where it's like okay well we've learned what we've come here to learn and we need to step away from the connection or whatever it is so basically a soulmate is just somebody whose soul and your soul really connects okay so it's like you know that uh, that feeling that you get where you just feel so safe with the person there's no drama it's just easy like you can just like completely just vomit all over your like realness and it's never a thing okay that's soulmates can even be like you and me you know us coming together in this connection who knows we could we could be soulmates (laughs) our clients that we work with one-to-one on like deep levels when you when you do this kind of work when we are calling in our clients we actually call in like soulmate clients we call in clients that really resonate with us our message and it's easy and it's fun to actually interact with our soulmate clients because when you have that energetic exchange you're giving your energy to your client but also you learn so much from your students or your your clients too and it's like a it's a very beautiful and very nurturing and and blossoming experience when you are working one-to-one with the soulmate client so that's what when we say soulmate it is a very like broad term which can be really used for anybody who's soul connects with yours on that very like you know when you say when you call people your family but they're not really your family and you can feel that like like tribe vibe or like you know soul sister vibe like that's that that's also could be classified as a soulmate so just wanted to clear that up because I feel like like I said people kind of think like the one equals soulmate and it can because you can still meet 
and be with a soulmate and be a very, very happy, very growing, amazing relationship. And it can be the best relationship you've ever had in your life. And it could continue till, you know, the end of your life. And, you know, that's a beautiful connection. But Twin Flames is a whole nother ballgame. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But I just wanted to kind of clear up the soulmate words because we're going to be kind of brushing on a few things with that. But that's why I, I feel like with, with soulmate, it is a bit of a... I think as I've grown in my spiritual journey, I've come to learn about how soulmates are, are very like you can have hundreds of soulmates in your life. You know what I'm saying? So I, and I feel that I, I feel that. So I really resonate with that idea. And I know that sometimes it it may confuse a few people and it it confused me as well, like going through that learning journey. But I, I I really believe that soulmate is, and when I say it's also a broad term, it doesn't mean anything light in the word soulmate a soulmate is really someone very special and very dear to your heart and that's why sometimes when you break up with certain friendships in your life that were very Mm -hmm. very connected and you know maybe the alignment has shifted and maybe you're in another place in your life and they're in another place and you know things aren't aligning the same way it kills it can sometimes I've had friendship breakups that hurt more than relationship breakups that were oh yes yeah like so I I really connect with you know the friend soulmate idea as well and again I mean we could do a whole nother podcast episode yes (laughs) no I love um, it though because we've all had those experiences where we meet someone and it's just like they just get you or you have this feeling like you've known them for like a long time or you just like click so easily and like I've had those with like friendships like the one that you just said to where I feel like I just broke up with a like a romantic love that I had for years and even years later I still feel a little bit of the pain from the friendship that I lost so I I absolutely love it thank you so much for clearing that up now I'm just like so excited to like learn about what a twin flame is <laughs> yeah. oh I'm so glad I'm so glad that landed with you because like it is a bit weird to kind of just like break everybody's idea of what a soulmate is and just mm-hmm. change it but I'll be really honest with you like it is a real it's a feeling it's not even something that you can just it's not even just a label that you want to put on something it's something that you feel you know where you just it's just it's inexplainable how connected it feels that's what I can I can say a soulmate really is so it is beautiful and yeah like cheers to soulmates (laughs) (laughs) so mm. and I actually just wanted to ask you as well like what's your thought generally on that soulmate idea like did you feel that connect did you feel that understanding from like before talking about it oh yeah I've done a lot of like research on soulmates and you know twin flames and I have my ideas but I'm seeing you more as the expert so I um, (laughs) am yes so and then I know what I what I have learned what I have taught you know what I have told other people about the differences between soulmates and twin flames and so it's really funny though because a lot of people like you said just keep on throwing that word soulmates out and it's like I don't even like that because you know my belief system is very you know similar to yours except for like when we come down here we know that we're going to learn certain things from people and that might 
it actually might be during a romantic relationship or it might be like a teacher student relationship and however we can learn those things that we need to learn from the person you know however we come together so i remember like one time years ago someone told me that my husband was usually my teacher in life you know but today you know in this life we came together as romantic partners as husband and wife but i still sense all the time that he is like a teacher and then he is here you know i'm here to teach him too but i know that Ooh, he rubs me. You know how when people rub you and it's like, you know, that that is because you have things you need to work on yourself. <laughs> and it's like, can you please stop pointing those things out? No, I don't yeah, want to grow anymore. I'm done <laughs> growing. <laughs> I like the way I am. Let me stay. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know, it's really funny because there was something I wanted to mention and you actually just touched upon it is the idea of past life connections. So that's another kind of layer that we can kind of talk about within soulmates because, uh, you know, a lot of the time you can even just meet someone for the first time and have like a really great conversation and be like, okay, that was so amazing. It was like, I've known them before or even just in certain friendships that the connection when you first met them was like instant and then you just kind of, feel like you've known them before or like you've had these kind of conversations and those kind of deja vu moments it's like a parallel in the in the whole like like the reality of where you could have been before basically so potentially in a past life you may have encountered that very same soul they may have looked completely different and for some reason you're looking at them and you're just like but there's something like I just don't know it's like I've known you before or like we've had this conversation we've been to that place and and sometimes that can even be deja vu from like a dream as well so that's just another thing and yes soulmates can will show up in your past lives they'll show up in your dreams they'll show up in your current reality if you're blessed enough to come across soulmate people so yes really really have to say that because we are blessed to come across people who are like soulmates because I don't I, I do believe that everybody does come across them but I also don't know if everybody recognizes that or even thinks on on that kind of level so I'm just hoping that everybody can sort of <laughs> have an open mind that they, they do have otherwise they're gonna be like t calling me like uh hello I've never had a soulmate friend like what's going on yes <laughs> exactly but yeah, and if you have if anyone listening has had one just just be grateful for that because you never know it, it's something that is is worth uh you know holding holding into your heart even if those people aren't in your life anymore they were at, at one point and they can still teach you something even if they're not around do you know what I mean like from the oh, experience yeah. you had before it's good to relearn from the past as well I find that really really helpful in the work that I do so oh I love it soulmate chapter <laughs> So let's get into the juice. <laughs> oh, this is the juice? This is the juice? Yeah, is this so, where the magic happens? So, okay, so let's talk about Twin Flames. So there are going to be loads of different, like, definitions on Google and, like, different blog posts from different people. Some people love to talk about Twin Flames and haven't experienced it. Some people have experienced Twin Flame experience and want to talk about it. Some people are in a Twin Flame relationship and they'll talk about it. So either way, it doesn't really matter. The point is, is that twin flames are a real thing, okay? From what I know, it's not 
something that everybody may experience in their life and twin flame union which is when two people come together is also something that's not guaranteed in our lifetime but just to clear up what a twin flame is so a twin flame is an absolute mirror soul of your soul okay and what that means is that the idea of a twin flame is that your soul before we entered this earth was almost split into two i.e it doesn't make you any less of a soul it just means that it was duplicated somehow like there was like a like a split where it's like okay you're gonna have this this half and you're gonna have this half but it's not a half i'm just gonna clear that up it's a whole soul okay but two very mirrored twin like souls of your own like soul was put into two people doesn't matter whether it's male or female or both or whatever it doesn't really matter this is what god's kind of done okay and the reason why i'm i'm saying it in this perspective is because again i being being the person who i am which is someone who's done a lot of uh learning and journeying within this journey but also i've learned from a lot of people who are in union with their conscious counterparts as it were i've understood a lot more about the the whole expression so the point is is that it's a mirror soul so what that means is that this person is an absolute mirror of your whole soul now when we come into this planet we grow up with our our family our three-dimensional matrix of a family not to say there's anything wrong with that it's just when you when you look at it from this three-dimensional perspective it's like you've got your parents you've got your siblings you've got your upbringing you've got your programs through this the social system you've got the the country you were born in the the people you were surrounded by all these different things that basically made you who you are okay and when you're going through life we have our personality we have all these things and we grow into these different expressions of ourselves but what happens is that we can come to a stage in our life where we start realizing that there's a lot of trauma that we've endured in our younger days that we don't even maybe remember and that's when we start doing this in a work where we start unveiling and uncovering some of these things now the idea of our personality is based upon what we like i said what we've been programmed with and therefore a lot of what we call our personality is actually a lot of our trauma responses in expression as well as what we who we think we are this is where the whole ego comes in so i hope you you're following with this because oh, yeah. i know a little bit but the point is is that when we unveil these traumas and we come to you know a place of of healing where we're learning to heal our own emotional bodies and we're really coming into whole within ourselves like who we really are who we really are is our authentic self when we go in down a spiritual journey you are uncovering your authentic self you well you end up coming across you know unveiling who you really are and who you really are is the person you were born to be not the person that was programmed not the person that was traumatized not the person that was indoctrinated with all these systems so the point of the twin flame journey is to bring you closer to that point of authenticity okay if you are on it but i'll go into that in again in just a moment as well to explain so let's just go back to the mirror of the self so twin flames are potentially two people who have mirror souls 
Now, where am I going to go and find someone who's the exact perfect mirror of myself? That doesn't just happen either, okay? This is something that could have happened in your younger life experience where you've met somebody that you've had a really great connection with. You could have classed as a friend or a soulmate or even something like that. But what happens is that when you're on your own journey to learning about yourself and you recognize that you want a higher love in your in your world in your experience when it comes to actual relationship stuff right you realize that I actually want not what I'm going to settle for not what people are telling me to do not what I think will work for me or what I think looks good with me or what sounds good on paper or what is you know all these things when we realize actually I really want a divine love, I want to be with somebody who can nurture me and love me the way I need to be loved, we can then start going along this journey. Now, when it comes to love, it's complicated because we are sitting there wishing and waiting for someone to just love us, okay? But when we're talking about real love, I'm talking about divine love, I'm talking about the kind of love that you, that, that, you know, God would send to you. And I mean, it's, it's more about unconditional love. That's what the, the whole point about Twin Flames is. It's about finding unconditional love. I want someone to love me and accept me for exactly who I am. I don't want to change for anybody. I don't want to be having to, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the point is, is that your unconditional love cannot be given just like that from someone else, whether you've met them, whether you, you've got a soulmate or a twin flame, in order to be really truly loved or in order to really truly come across this unconditional idea of love, one has to put that mirror on the self. One has to start loving themselves in order to receive love in that divine way. You must give love first. And that doesn't always mean to another person, it actually means to the self. So the twin flame journey is actually a journey about self-love and finding the self. So I mean, I, I know, I know you might look a bit lost, and I have gone. No, I'm not lost at all. I'm oh, flabbergasted. I, I have to tell you about my experience because I am like literally flabbergasted. I think this is so insane. Like I'm trying to wrap my head around it because it was like years ago or something. My husband said, oh yeah, well, we're soulmates. And I just kind of brush it off because it's not like I don't believe in that kind of thing, but it's just like people throw it around. They throw around twin flames all the time too. And I'll, I'll be completely honest. It annoys me. It annoys me. Like, like, I don't know why that's just my experience, probably because it's always out there. They're always like, oh, I'm with my twin flame. I'm with my soulmate. And it's just like, why does everything have to be one of those? Why can't you just be with someone who makes you happy? And, but now look what you are saying so much of everything that's happening in my relationship with my husband is making sense because and when you say mirrors do you mean like opposites what I mean is somebody and and you're you're gonna I, I already know because I'm, I'm already a bit psychic but I'm gonna tell there you there we go your your husband or not your husband your a twin flame mirror is basically somebody who will trigger you and I don't mean like they're gonna just be like you know trying to upset you or anything like that no. I mean just that or like just that like presence will bring out of you all the things that you didn't even know were 
insecure about yourself and I don't mean like you're gonna start just like being insecure around them it, I know I feel I feel like the way I'm saying it, I don't know if it's no it's what you're saying it is absolutely perfect and I'm like because this is this is stuff that I've known yeah. and I did not have like a, a like a label on it because mm. this is 100 true and me and my husband are complete opposites we couldn't get any more opposite as as in you know i am you know extroverted he is introverted like we always say he is my other half he's the boy version yeah. of me it's a very complimentary yes and, yeah. but the thing is that he doesn't get rubbed the wrong way at all with anything that i say but when he says things all it does is bring out my insecurities and i feel like i'm like you're always jabbing me you're always doing this and he was like no i love you he's like why are you taking this as an insult because i know that I'm on a journey for self-love. And so mm. what you're saying is like completely true because I know that if like, he's my little Yoda, he's my little Yoda, he's my big Yoda, he's my Yoda. And so then it's like, but he does these things and I know that it's just making me a better person. I understand that when he triggers me, it's because that's things within myself that I need to heal still. And mm. there's so many things that you have touched on. It was just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I, yeah. I, I was so far away of thinking that this is the kind of relationship that I was in, but now it's like this, it, everything is making more and more sense. And when I see him as the other version of me, it just makes so much more sense because like, he's also the person, like the only person I've ever trusted in my life besides my grandmother. He's the only person in my life that can tickle me, right? He's the only person that I can, you know, fully be my 1000% crazy self with. And I'm always, always constantly telling him, you need to love me for the way that I am. Um, like like you need to love me for me my craziness or whatever and I'm always saying that to him but which is kind of funny because I feel like he actually does accept me but it's just the way that I'm perceiving it through my eyes of trauma yes so yes. yes this yes. is insane this is really true and I'll, I'll tell you a couple more things before because I feel like when I'm saying there's the, the bit about the whole triggering thing I feel like I don't want people to take that the wrong way because what I mean by trigger you I don't mean that they're just um, like constantly like making you feel insecure or upsetting you yeah. that's not what I mean I mean somebody who's willing to hold space and challenge you in the most in, in just a way that will really he they just kind of will bring out the things that you and, and, and it was like an awareness it will bring out the awareness in yourself about yourself but not in a way that they're trying to make you feel bad about anything because that's not what it's about it's just they will yeah just somehow bring it out of you just kind of and, and it will bring into your awareness and then that's the point where you do healing and then it's like a it's like a like a thing and it doesn't mean they're always triggering you I just mean that they're the one person who will be able to help your healing process from the deepest part of your like unconscious mind like that's what I mean. And just a couple more things on that note, a and, and we're also, there's more to it. So I will go back as well about that. So another thing is that the twin flame itself, the, the twin flame person that you're with, uh, or the, the twin flame that we're talking about is also somebody who, like I said, holds space and is somebody who will be like a mentor. And as you mentioned about the teacher thing, I'm sure you both have like a very good energy exchange when it comes to the teaching thing, because I'm sure he learns a lot from you uh, just as much as you learn from him. And also, yeah, the, it's about authenticity and the twin and we're going to talk about the twin flame journey as well because that's a whole another aspect of it but just just on on the topic of the twin flames themselves um yeah 
it's all about the soul. It's all about the evolution of the soul. So if a, if your partner is challenging you in a healthy way that is bringing out like the things that you need to work on for yourself, like that's amazing because you don't you want to grow and you want to be with somebody who's going to propel your growth. You don't want to be with somebody who's going to stay stagnant and keep you down, like keep you stagnant with them. That's how I you want in a good relationship for sure. Like. I oh yeah go ahead sorry to interrupt you I'm just so excited to talk about this because I love how you bring up you know the certain kinds of triggering that make you like a better person it's not someone who's like mentally abusing you gaslighting you a narcissist so I I I think that I have a few examples that we could probably give someone listening just to see like okay this is kind of you know what I experience and I feel like it's a good triggering so for example like my husband I I do not take care of myself the way that like an empath should that a psychic medium should my dosha is a veda so I'm always like I don't even care about my body right because I'm not I'm not here in my body I want to be up there with all the metaphysical spiritual stuff and so he's always constantly triggering me about okay well you don't need to drink coffee you don't need to have caffeine because that is not good for you. And it's going to lead to bone loss, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, stop telling me this. Like, I don't want to know this. And so like, we'll get into, sometimes we'll get arguments. He'll trigger me because of that. Like, he's definitely really about health or even about my business. And then he would be like, when I first started doing classes and I would say, okay, I'm going to go and teach this class with this, this woman. And he's like, no, you don't need to do that. You need to be by yourself. And I'd be like, well, I don't need by myself. And so he was like, cause you are good enough and you know how to do this by yourself. And I'd be like, no, I don't. So we're always doing that. It's always constant. It feels like I, I've used analogy a lot lately, but it's like a diamond being, you know, um, like you know how diamonds are made in the rough, right? So yeah. I'm always constantly like that. And he's always trying to push me to the next level, whether or not he knows what in the world that next level is. And I'm always so completely annoyed because it makes me like, wait a second. No, it goes back to the, you should love me the way that I am. But he's like, I see so much potential in you, you know? So here's some things that you are doing that maybe if you stopped or if you started, it would, you know, get you there faster or better, you know, like the coffee, like taking care of myself, like having confidence in myself. Like um, he's always trying to get me to tell people how I feel. You know, he's like, you have no problem about telling me how you feel. Like, why don't you, you know, uphold and speak your truth to other people? And then- it. <laughs> see it's one of those good ideas because it's not like he isn't um like you know being abusive it's just that he is trying to help me and I remember one day I really wanted to go to Tim Hortons I don't think you have Tim Hortons there but it's a coffee joint that's full of like sugary coffee drinks and I remember yeah. he was like that is not good for you you don't need to be drinking that and then I'm just like why are you taking away my happiness <laughs> I I was like a little kid and I like grabbed my purse and I hid in the living room until he moved away from the front door. And then I just ran to my car and I, and I drove Tim Hortons to get my snazzy coffee drink. And he was like, you got a problem. He was like, he's like, you're treating this like it's a drug, but it's like things like that. Cause I know he's always trying to make me a better person, but I'm like, you know, I'm still, I'm dealing with that thing. Like why don't you love me for who I am? So I feel like maybe those are some examples that some of the listeners can like think about in their own mind. 
So yeah. back to you, our expert. This is so amazing. No, I, I, as I'm talking, I'm like, hold on. I hope I sound like a freaking expert because I feel like I'm just going all over the place. But I feel like the twin flame journey is like that. It's just, I mean, not just the journey, but the whole idea is so, there's so many layers to it and it's all so profound. So one of the things that you mentioned that was really important as part of this journey and, and the relationships themselves is the speaking your truth thing. So, you know, him speaking his truth about how he really feels about your whatever like your habits and that's great because he's also just looking out for the best version of you and for you your health and everything like that and in the same way you standing your ground and speaking your truth and being like wait but this is what I want to be doing like you know and that's challenging you to be more vocal in in that relationship and in your in your life as well and I feel like those type of things I mean because it's even the arguments they're healthy arguments they're about things that are like important and they're not you know toxic <laughs> it's about you know when I say triggers when I say arguments it the in it even in a the the most divine relationship you're still gonna get these things come up you're still gonna get triggers you're still gonna get some arguments because what happens is as we go on this journey of self-love we have to kind of realize that we are basically reparenting ourselves okay it's like a journey of like reparenting teaching like basically taking the, the responsibility of uh, of our own parents and treating and loving ourselves like our own child okay that's mm -hmm. what self-love is it's about you know reminding yourself of, of the things that you know you need to be doing in order to you know live the life that you want to live you know and it's the way that we would have wanted our parents to nurture us i.e be have the freedom to make the choices and you know do all those things but as you know with the with the upbringing that I'm sure we've all had it was a different generation it was a different time and a lot of the upbringing that we've had is you know based on a lot of different things we're living in a very different time now a very different paradigm of thinking um we're realizing that actually we do have conscious control over our minds our bodies and our souls and we also have personal freedom and personal choice and when we reparent ourselves um we start reminding ourselves actually yes you are allowed to do that no you don't need to be doing that yes you can say no like you know we have to tell ourselves like no we don't have to go we don't want to go like you know and it's just like you know when you're a teenager and you were like super stubborn and super like oh yeah yeah you know what I feel like there's a lot in that I feel like as teenagers we held a lot of uh, well I, I'm speaking for on my own behalf. I feel like teenagers do show up, show a lot of their, you know, that it's kind of like a breaking point of like finding our authentic selves. I think that a lot of it stems from that teenagehood because when we're teenagers, we rebel. We start doing the things that we're not supposed to do. We start doing all these things, but we're actually just experimenting and cre being creative to find out who we are because we realize, wait, for 16 years, I wasn't living a life on my terms now I'm gonna try and do that but then mm -hmm. we're like in this world that we still think that you know we don't know so anyway hey point being there's also wisdom in that too so you know visit your teenagers there's, there's so much wisdom in that Ooh, um, good so, one. so okay so mirror of the divine self trigger most one soul spirit deepest insecurities each person okay right the the other thing is is okay so a twin flame is not someone who's going to complete you, 
Okay, I'm just going to get that out as well because that's a lot of misinformation. People think that, oh, my divine counterpart is just going to be somebody who just completely matches me and then we're just going to be a match made in heaven. Like, you know, the two half hearts just coming together. No, it's not like that. So the point of a twin flame, like I said before, so it's a conscious counterpart. So we're talking about conscious love here. We're talking about a love that we can grow our consciousness with elevate and evolve our consciousness with somebody who is elevating and you know evolving their consciousness too and then coming into union allows us both to go on a journey together so when we are on a twin flame journey i.e you know we are calling in a, the, you know the conscious counterpart of our, ourselves you know somebody who we can understand on a spiritual level and perhaps even telepathically communicate because that's possible also when oh me and my husband do that i'm sure you do i'm sure you do (laughs) i have have, yes oh would you mind because i feel like like i love stories and i feel like listeners love stories because like one time i lost my id and had been missing for like a week or something and i went into the bathroom at a restaurant and something it just hit me i just knew exactly where it was and i came out of the restaurant i looked at my husband i was like i know where my license is and he was like where and i'm like no, you know where it is too. And we just stared at each other for a second. And he was like, oh, and it was like, you know, we went to the gun range and he was like, it's at the gun range. And I'm like, yep. And I, I do that to him all the time. I'm like, I'm not going to speak it. You're just going to know it. In fact, when I have surprises, I cannot think about it while I'm around him because I have to start changing my thoughts because I know he's going to pick up on it because it happens yeah. constantly. Yeah. It happens yeah. constantly. So I think that's really funny. Yeah, so actually also, just talking about telepathy really quickly, um, it's real. And also if you are an intuitive you know, person in general, or you're like working on yourself and your intuition and all these things, you will be aware as well as to who will be able to like, I mean, I'm not gonna say re- read your mind or like hear your thoughts, but you know, it, it is possible to to really do that so yes I do that as well when I leave the house and I go places I try and like choose different thoughts to think about because I know yes. <laughs> that you know I mean you never you, and you never know these days you just never know like people could be just intuitive walking down the street I don't want to hear the thing what I'm thinking and the thing is is that it's I know people might be like what are you talking about but basically we are all not like I said we're mind bodies and souls and what I really mean by that is that we're actually a a human being is more than what we think it is okay oh yes being is actually so fucking powerful we actually all have like superpowers we all have extrasensory perceptions okay google it if you don't know what I'm talking about I'm not talking to you I'm talking to the audience but google it if you don't know what I'm talking about extrasensory perceptions are basically ways that we can actually uh, tune in to higher frequencies of Uh, sound and sight and feeling and all these things just through practice and we can basically maximize the potential of our five senses um you know when people say that they have a sixth sense everybody's got gifts let me tell you everybody even even the most like whatever people they, they will still they will still have a gift sometimes they have a gift of just knowing what's gonna be happening in two minutes or you know they just know what's on the other side of that thing or they just know like about a particular thing these type these things are just gifts okay because we all have intuitive powers and you know I would say if you want to enhance and learn more about your intuition go and read a couple of books about you know witchcraft or something or like literally just 
And I know that sounds a bit scary, but I'm being really serious because uh, if you're a woman, especially, I think every woman should uh, have a, a witch book in their toolkit to really understand how to tap into the different elements of themselves. So just putting Ooh, that out there. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so the, the journey itself, so, the, so say you're, you're, you're out there now wanting to, you know, call in your conscious love. Now you don't do this on Twitter or Instagram or Tinder or whatever. This is something you've got to do on a soul level. If you want to call in your, your ideal soulmate or your twin flame or your conscious love, you know, you really have to go within from, from the get-go because building and, and building the, your faith and trust in God and, you know, in, in trust and surrendering to the process of, of finding somebody who's really going to compliment you in this really magical way. Um, you know, we have to, we have to pray. We have to pray for it. We really do. We have to just manifest it and write it down, like call it in what, what it is that we want. So if you know any like conscious love, dating coaches I know loads they will all tell you to, if you're manifesting love you have to act as if you know it's already in your life okay so what you want to do is when you you know uh, doing something you're, you're creating your home like create space for that person to exist if they were to just pop up in your life and I know that sounds crazy too but there's a reason why I have a two people surfer and not one just saying so Ooh, <laughs> I love it so no, so really like when you're manifesting love, it is about realizing that you're actually the soulmate you've been looking for. And that's actually one of the biggest lessons to learn on a twin flame journey or a conscious love journey is that you are actually the embodiment of what it is that you're looking for in someone else. But you need to find it within yourself first before you can expect God to just bring this person into your experience as a love person, okay? So, and I don't mean just like, cause people will see and meet people and may have these intense connections and really feel like this person is, is the one or, you know, my twin flame or something. But you'll notice that these people are not gonna be aligned on the same vibration as you at the same time until you've gone home to do your homework until you've gone inside to do that inner work to really um, find that within you first and really find your authenticity and align to the higher frequency of love so you can magnetize that shit into your reality and the thing is is that person so let me just like go back a few steps so you're on a path of your own self-love we are gonna call that ascension okay ascension is when you're you obviously know but ascension is when you're on a self-love journey or a journey or a spiritual journey of the self where you are working your way up through levels of your own breaking through your own limitations and coming out you know as as your highest self okay and embodying your higher self because we all have a higher self within our like that's our soul basically but in order to um embody that we have to communicate we have to speak to ourselves we have to bring bring that into our reality and when you then manifest that higher self timeline for yourself you're going to naturally kind of heal the other person in a way like spiritually I know this this is we're getting a bit we're getting a bit crazy here now but what this does is because you have the same soul as it were what happens is as you heal your soul okay they will go through their healing 
process and if we're talking about conscious feminine and conscious masculine the masculines tend to have a slower uh, growth than the feminines because it's usually the feminines that lead the process of this self-love journey right and the men just kind of like follow and realize that when they look at this feminine they're seeing they're revering her and realizing like whoa like I need to really sort myself out I need to work on myself I need to heal some of my my wounds so that I can really show up in the way that she deserves to be like honored and treated in order to do that I have to be the kind of person to provide and to do these like masculine things I mean I'm not just saying that masculine has to be masculine because we're going to talk about that in a second but do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. he has to work towards her. Now, in our society, we're kind of like going the complete opposite direction where, you know, the women think the men are God and then they're like running towards the men and like needing the men and wishing, blah, blah, blah. But they don't realize that actually as women, we've got most, we've got, we need to take our power back basically. Because when you do as a woman, you're actually more powerful than any other being on the, on the planet. If you're a woman, you're really fucking powerful because we carry life from alternate realms okay into this earth like that's crazy like we pull spirit from another dimension okay and we create it through our our whole body like that's just wild like and that's just that's not even just it though that's just one of the things that us women are capable of doing but in that it just goes to show that there is a lot that's missing in the way we view women in society and all that stuff but that's a whole other story for another day we're going to talk about that another time but just on that note of of women and sorry feminine and masculine is that so say you're calling your your conscious counterpart you then have to go within you have to then ask yourself like who, who am I calling in like what what is this person who is this love like what is it that I want in my experience like what is my biggest dream when it comes to the person that I'm calling in what are they like in terms of you know how are they going to hold and treat me how are they going to respect me like what is it that I really need from a soul level but we can't ask these questions if we haven't really started doing that work within ourselves to really know who we are so that's why the journey is very like crazy because you know we're really moving and shifting from this three-dimensional thinking about life and really moving up these levels of fifth dimensional thinking and understanding about telepathy and understanding how we're gifted and understanding all these things that tie in together so when we're when we're calling in this person we then realize that actually we are whatever we're looking for outside of ourselves is is like i said something that we have within ourselves that we just need to honor and and bring out within ourselves so that's where we start doing this thing called the twin flame journey which is basically otherwise known as the inner child journey and this is where it gets really beautiful because the whole point of the inner child journey is like i said the triggering of the childhood wounds the healing those wounds but also the remembrance of who we were as children like what did we love to do what was our favorite things to do whether it be dancing or ballet or singing or painting or blah 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 and it's really bringing those things into the now because it's those things that create 
who we really are because all of that stuff was intuitive what we enjoyed there was a reason why we enjoyed it there was a reason why it brought us joy and if we can bring more of that stuff into the now we're then able to embody like who we are by bringing in those things that actually speak to our souls when we when we dance we're really like remembering like oh my god like you know I can do all these things with my body I can experience these feelings within myself and all of these different things so that's why you know I'm here to really talk about the inner child journey and also the marriage so there's something I don't know if you know about this already but another aspect of the twin flame journey is to understand that we are all divine beings and we are whole within ourselves so even me being a woman or if I was a man or whatever but say I'm a woman and I am embodying the divine feminine but in order to really be whole in my divinity I need to have balance between my masculine and feminine energies within myself which I'm sure that you will obviously understand about because we do this in business we do this in 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 the soul work that we do is understanding our feminine and masculine energies and it's the same with the masculine the divine masculine must also embrace both his masculine and feminine side and come into a balance so like such a good balance that it is known as a divine union of the self or hieros gamos okay which is basically divine marriage so you ideally if you're on a twin flame journey you need to seek that within yourself you need to seek that divine marriage within yourself before you can really expect it from someone else if that mm. if, if that's what I mean but I also another point case in point sorry I know I feel like so well, you're making a lot of good points I'm trying to absorb it in so I think with that yeah, last point is that like so other people can relate the way that I'm seeing it in my head is that, you know, obviously I know feminine and the masculine energies and I stay a lot in my masculine. So I'm working on my feminine and my husband, I know is the same way. He's masculine, not working so much on, and he's working on his feminine and I want him to be sweeter. I want him to be nicer. I want him to be more giving. Basically, I want him to be more in his feminine. And then I'm, but I'm not in my feminine. My stuff's not balanced either. So this is it. So, okay. So I also want to just kind of like go back as well and say that I didn't, when I say that, okay, it has to, it doesn't mean it has to be in perfect balance for you to come to union. This is the ideal scenario we're just talking about. It's just everybody's journey will be different. Some people will come into union without all of this balance in play. It doesn't really matter. Everybody's journey is unique. But the point is, is that the more yourself you are, okay, the more you're going to attract what is meant for you. That's like the bottom oh. line, right? Energetically. So you being your authentic self is going to vibrationally align all the things that are meant for you and bring it into your reality. Cool. So that being said, when it comes to the balance, like this is something that you and your partner will be able to work on with each other because the more you balance yourself, and this is actually a really proven thing in relationships as well, is that because the twin flame journey as well, is just going to mirror to you what the idea like the ideal relationship would be because that's what it is it's like a conscious love so if I'm working on myself everything is going to balance so if I'm working on my balance the other person's balance will become more into balance because of my balance does that make sense yes so the more you start if you the more you tap into and this is something I can actually really help you with like off record as well but um if you tend more to your feminine balance within yourself because like you said you are you know more 
in your masculine energy when it comes to life and maybe business and things like that if you tap more into your feminine energy you're going to notice the change in your partner and i'm going to tell you this because this is actual it's it's like you know like it's instinctual stuff the more feminine the more you tap into your feminine energy and again i can go into this in a little more detail for those who want to understand it a bit more but the more you tap into your feminine energy you're going to naturally bring out those masculine and uh, sorry those um like counteracting qualities in your partner because when he sees you more in your feminine it's gonna it's gonna shake him out of his like comfort zone and realize like whoa like okay um and then things will start shifting in within him whether it's from his thoughts and then he's gonna realize like wait i need to you know maybe i need to be doing more of this and then he will naturally kind of I don't know what the right word is right now, but basically yeah. it will complement whatever whatever you do on your journey, his journey will somehow complement it. Whether you guys are twin flame soulmates, it doesn't really matter. I, mean, I, I like to just talk about these things because I don't want to like- Yes, the labels. Labels, we're not putting labels on anything. No. I'm just explaining from my experience and from my learnings what these things are supposed to be doing what they mean and how you can use these ideas and processes in your own experience your own life so that you can ultimately like attract conscious love into your life so you can ultimately learn to love yourself and balance out your own energies and call in manifesting real love and all that stuff so that's what everybody wants at the end of the day right we're too busy looking outside of ourselves to really realize that actually the work that we need to do is internal right so yeah before you move on so if someone's having a hard time bringing in their soulmate you know or bring in whoever just like a love you know a love a partner and so you have to be more of yourself so they should really start like you said that inner journey but if they've already done that inner journey and they still haven't manifested it or bringing it, do you think it's because they still need to unlock certain parts of themselves? Like maybe they need to go a different way in their journey? Because I actually have like a couple people in mind that I know that have been on the journey with me and they've been trying to do this. So I'm kind of asking it for them. Like, is it because they didn't go into certain areas of themselves? They didn't go into it enough? So the healing process of life is actually like never really complete, even if you really think that it is. And I'm talking from a lot of experience because there's many times that I'm like, I'm healed and I'm really not. Cause like three days later, something will happen and I'll just be like, whoa, I am so not healed. Okay. The point is, is that a lot of what happens in our minds, body, souls, a lot of it is unconscious. So we won't even really see it or feel it or realize that it's there until it comes into our awareness. And usually god is the one who's like kind of making scenarios happen in our lives so that we can come across these things so whether it is you know having to come across tests or challenges or even triggers and things to show us um the way that's one thing but if you are still you know struggling with calling in your soulmate or the person that you want to love and and give love to you need to understand that you are enough you are enough within yourself to give yourself that love that you are so craving okay and when i just say that i don't just mean like oh yeah just always love yourself realize that when you are talking about the self you're also talking about your connection with god okay and i'm not trying to say here that everybody needs to go home and have a god complex i'm saying that god has created us in his image okay so with that being said we need to understand that we have a divine connection 
to God from within. So that being said, we need to become the source of our own happiness. And that's where everything will start changing. When you learn to really be truly intrinsically happy, like I'm talking like nothing like the attachments that we have to this world, whether it be friendships, relationships, family, things, items, all the, everything, we need to release this egoic understanding of ourselves in order to really, um, you know, come from the heart, like, you know, like, and, and obviously we all have an ego. We all have our like thinking mind telling us all these things and whether it's good, bad or whatever, it doesn't really matter. We need to realize that we cannot identify with our thoughts if we really want to love. If we want to embody love, we need to um, connect with our heart space, which again, that's where like God's coming from. Like God is love. So if we connect with our heart space, we're connecting with God and then we can embody love for ourselves. And if we can embody love, everything magnetizes. When you start really uh, connecting with the self, you will start attracting, you know, dream clients. You will start attracting friendships that out of the blue that are just like where have you been all my life you'll start attracting um better scenarios in your conversations with people that you haven't always had the best conversations with like for example my parents like I love them to death but you know I've really struggled <laughs> with them over my journey with like understanding everything through you know unveiling a lot of my trauma so you know I've come to a place now where literally it's it's so great, you know, having a really good relationship with my parents and all my life, I really wanted that. And I wanted them to love me unconditionally and accept me for who I am. But I couldn't get those two things together. I couldn't have the good relationship with them if I wasn't what they wanted me to be, right? So I had to realize that actually all that, and this is so funny because this came up this morning, but all this time that I wanted this unconditional love from them for me being myself wasn't gonna happen. I needed to find that unconditional love for me being my complete self for myself first. I had to allow myself to love myself in my weird, in my crazy, in my stupid, in my wild, in everything before I can expect anybody else to show me that love. And this is where this is where it comes from. If you learn to really love who you are in, and, and let go of all of those things that just um, hold you back from your own self-love, then you're going to basically just, yeah, magnetize everything you want, man. It's really, I know it sounds, it sounds so simple and yes, it's easier said than done, but babe, it's, it's doable. I've seen so many people going on this journey, really learning to love themselves. And yeah, it just comes from detaching from the things that we think define us or the things that valid that we need, think we need to validate us. We need to start validating ourselves. We need to start all that love needs to come from within and everybody else's love is extra. Oh, I love that. And then everyone else's love is extra. Oh my gosh. But it's, it's so, it's, it's so, so true because even just, you know, so far in my journey, I think the listeners can understand too, is that once they started realizing like, Hey, this is how I am, or this is how it's going to be, you know, this is it, you know, and I love myself, you know, this is how I am that a lot of other people either get on board or they don't, you know, and then either way, you know, you have this happiness and you're on a better journey, if you will. 
And so I know for me, it's, it's like, I can think of so many scenarios in my mind where it's like, yes, as soon as I just realized like to accept myself, you know, things got better. And there's still some areas where I still haven't accepted it. And like you said, it's easier said than done, but it's a process, <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm talking like as if I'm all there, but trust me, I do still go through my own processes. It's learning, you know, for example, like it's the whole judgment thing. Like if we can learn to release judgment from ourselves or like from what's happening in front of us all the time, then, you know, we can we can just be so much freer, man. Like we waste so much of, because it's the ego that wants to judge. It wants to point fingers like, wait, but that isn't right. But that isn't right. Oh, but that showed up and this did that and da, da, da. That is, is our, it's basically the, the, the idea of, it creates separation. Okay, so let me just give you this one one thing. I'm saying God is love, right? And we're talking about unity of the earth. We're talking about oneness. So everybody is like the same as me. I am you, you are me. We're all one, okay? We're all like the universe experiencing itself, all the great things. That's God, that's love, right? But when we are creating judgment on myself, on someone else, on this person, on that, on this, on this, we're basically ego standing for edging god out we're basically disconnecting from our heart which is all about integration and oneness right but the mind will want to create separation and separation is just an illusion it's exactly the same as what our ego is our ego is whatever i think i am is actually an illusion they say i think therefore i am it's like you're creating your own thought process so start thinking more from your heart start thinking more from what you want you, you dream about from what you love like start following those things and you'll start realizing that you can actually quieten down your mind and make your intuition louder and meditation is a really good tip at that point because that really does help you hear the voice of your intuition which is basically the whole like god connection heart thing i hope i'm making sense but you oh, my gosh. oh my gosh yeah this, you, you... this is my perception by the way this is basically my profound discoveries from like doing this work for many years and and doing like oh, yeah with a lot of quantum evolution within my own soul and my own self, I really realized that it's all about connecting with, with your heart space and allowing yourself to really come face to face with all the things that you don't want to tell yourself, the things that you feel are, um, the things that you just don't want to face about your, your the truth, you know, it, the truth hurts, right? It really does. Let me tell you, uh, this, this journey ain't, ain't easy and it, and it isn't no. very painful, but let me tell you the payoff. It, it's so much, it's like, uh, it's like so worth all the pain. It's so worth all the pain because when you come through those realizations and you heal those triggers, those things can happen right in front of your face and you ain't even phased about it. And you're just like, damn girl, you did that shit. You healed yourself. And if you can do that, imagine how powerful you can become. Like imagine if nothing can really phase you that much and all that really matters to you is the things that you really care about and all that you really want to think about are the things that actually bring you joy and bring you productivity and happiness and money and friendship and love. Like, hello, like, dude, this is why we've been put on this earth. We're born to thrive. We weren't born to suffer. Yes. Yes. I always say we're born to like live life, not have life live us. So 
I feel like everything that you're saying just totally is resonating and definitely with the listeners too, because our philosophies, our beliefs are like eye to eye. So sadly, we got to wrap this up. I could talk to you all day. I know everyone could probably listen to us all day. Is there any... Yeah. Is there anything else that you would just want to leave us with? Is there any like thoughts? Is there anything that you've already went over that you just, you know, want to reiterate again? It's I love you. that. Thank you so much for also giving me the space because I feel like we've covered a lot of real juice and I feel like people need to really see love less of a, you know, just like a romantic true love, like dating scenario and really just see love as the source that really changes and grows us and and really just brings us joy because that's what love is love is supposed to bring people together it's supposed to feel good it's supposed to feel safe and you know nourishing and that's why when I talk about mind body soul I talk about soul a lot I talk about mind but I also want to talk about body because your body is like you needs to start becoming your own best friend the same with our mind the same with our soul and the best way to do that is to really just start doing some mirror work start taking a mirror and looking at yourself and really just loving yourself allow yourself to give yourself what you need whether you're in a relationship whether you're not in a relationship you need to really start understanding that your body is actually the thing that's going to help you manifest whatever it is that you want and I know that sounds really weird and crazy but it's so true so the minute you start and I'm not just talking about working out and doing your abs that's really (laughs) great too working out is so good because it's the movement that really helps us release a lot of the the trauma that we've got held in our bodies it's also really amazing for us to get out of our, our heads and into our bodies but what I also mean is by really just appreciating the gift that God has given us and recognizing that you know society has painted a picture of what our bodies are supposed to uh, be like or supposed to do or whatever whatever it's all a load of shit you need to love yourself for your body and your mind and your soul and really just tap into just love yourself just even every little thing like love yourself and tell yourself those things that you wish the love of your life would tell you about you know the wrinkle on the side of your left hip or the freaking you know cellulite that's hanging out there like babe like that shit is like real stuff and you know what real men will love that real stuff so you want to attract a real real person a real conscious love into your life start loving yourself the way that you wish someone would love you and that's that's the that's the part I'm going to leave you with there because I feel like that is so important and I feel like as women as well we have a lot of issues with our bodies and that again that comes from a lot of we can talk about that another day as well but um, (laughs) it it has layers you keep so on pulling back all the layers. The, the, the mother wound is, is a really big one. And I think that that's one of the biggest sources of a lot of our, our shame and pain around our bodies. So I would say to just, just give yourself a bit more love. Tell yourself, even if you don't believe it, even if you're looking in the mirror and you're just like, oh, I just want to say such horrible things about myself, change it. Even if you don't believe it, do it for 21 days. And I'm telling you, by the 22nd day, you're going to be feeling different. You're going to be thinking different and you're going to be seeing yourself different. Visualizing the eyes of the beholder. So if you want to, you know, be loved, start loving yourself. And, you know, people will, will, will 
see the same things that you you're seeing too i love it i think it's a great last message like you know you're on a roll there and i just want to feel like microphone drop you know like like that is it girlfriend i feel like it's it's such a great way to like end this because no matter if you are single no matter if you're in a relationship dating married 10 years or 10 days it doesn't matter because that is like the best 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 you know spiritual advice ever i absolutely love it so before we get going though i know so many people are going to want to like talk to you reach out to you so where can they find you oh that's so sweet thank you um so you can find me on instagram um it's at quantum queen so it's k-u-a-n-t-u-m and then queen with a k-w-e-e-n okay so that's quantum queen with k's and the (laughs) k-w the queen um and yeah find me on there. I've got my link to on there. DM me, check out my page and we can talk. Yes. And I will definitely put all the links in the show notes too, so that they can find you. Wow, Lucid, I don't want to let you go. This has been so much fun. So thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom with us. It was kind of like a little class. <laughs> so I, I appreciate it. <laughs> all of the time and everything. And it's just like such perfect timing too. So thank you so much. And thank you everyone for tuning in. And thank you again, Lucid. <laughs> thank you so much again for calling me on here. And yeah, thanks for letting me talk <laughs> talk my long talk. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. Yeah, this is your TED talk. It was enjoy- I enjoy listening to it. So and thanks everyone. So we'll talk to you soon. Bye.